Thank you for joining Life Coach BFF with Susan and Heather, where we talk about real life and how we are not afraid to do scary things. Okay, let me ask you this. So shopping, you're doing some shopping. I started unpacking my winter clothes and now I'm going through things, trying to decide what to keep and what to move with, with me and that sort of thing. And I have got to go and get some winter. I need some good looking winter nightgowns and pajamas because it's not looking good on the home front. And I have bought all these beautiful nightgowns at Soma. Uh-huh. Which are AKA uniforms, but these are like comfortable. Like if they're not, they're pretty like Victoria's Secret, pretty uh -huh. some of them but comfortable mm -hmm. they have like, some support they, always, they do have, you know what that is one of my lunch what one of my lunch friends was asking me one day we started talking about nightgowns and what everybody sleeps in and i was so surprised <laughs> to hear first of all that a lot of them are sleeping like in their husband's old t-shirts and i said what are y'all doing what are y'all doing yeah. like we need to, we need to look we need to look good. Like I, I will put on my Sailor Night gown, put on some perfume and some lip gloss before I get in the bed. <laughs> I, I just swear, love did you that. Know, did you know that I do that? Have I ever told you that? You told me that one time. I was like, I love that you put on lip gloss before bed. I do. I, I mean, it's just, it's hilarious to me. Uh -huh. I do. Because I, I don't wear lip gloss. I can't take lip gloss, but you know. I'm just au natural. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a buff sleeper. I sleep in the buff. See, Unless I don't know it's how you super do that. duper cold, and then I'm putting on my cuddle duds. Well, I just worry like the house will catch on fire, or some somebody will come to the door knocking that's sick in the middle of the night, or I just I gotta have some clothes on. I've gotta have something on when I go to bed. But it was funny because they were all asking me. I mean, they were floored that I did this. So I didn't realize how odd it was until I caught their reaction. But then one of them said, I want to see some pictures of what you sleep in. Like send some pictures. Cause we've got this great text. <laughs> we, we want to see Talk pictures. About sexting. Of <laughs> sexting well, it's, lunch well, it's really, you know, when you, when you're hanging your nightgown on a coat hanger, in your laundry room door it's really not nearly as exciting as probably a sexting but um oh but anyway. i thought you were gonna be modeling them no 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 you know, no ma'am no you know me better than that no i hung i hung them on a coat hanger and hung them on the do laundry room door but what they really wanted okay. to see was do these have support? Because, you know, all these Victoria's Secret nightgowns, mm -hmm. I mean, they don't have any support. Those are all made for the women who have spent the cashola having uh -huh. the bosom raised up. Yes. And or a 21-year-old. Or a 21-year-old. Yeah, they're not made mm -hmm. for, for our mature age group. So anyway, mm -hmm. they wanted to see what kind of support Soma offered in the nightgown. And sure enough, Soma has plenty of support for all of us. <laughs> but and I'm just wondering my, what I'm wondering what they have for, are really, for I'm sorry, I keep talking over you. But the ones I got from Soma are really 
the designs are really good at camouflaging um the the problem areas i'll say to yeah. me the designs of them right yeah because so, some of those others accentuate the issue <laughs> they do and you know one time i found some pajamas at target that were made out of that same fabric that soma uses and the same mm -hmm. kind of supportive design and I have not seen any made like that since I bought those. Huh. I, I mean, they're hard. To, it's hard to find something pretty that. Um, very hard. It's very hard. And you're usually going to have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pay. Yeah, I but they, to. I mean, mm -hmm. they last. Especially as little as you wear them. <laughs> They're not getting, you know. No, I wear mine every wear. night. I'm wearing mine every really? night. Yeah, I wear these summer nightgowns every single night. I mean, every night. I just, I need some warmer nightgowns. Like, I need some long sleeve something. Something. Oh, yeah. So, that's tough. That's what I need. Because they start looking, they start looking like a granny gown, like boom when you put the sleeves on yeah they do you're right okay let me ask you this i was mm -hmm. watching you know i love to watch the today show and there was something that came up i don't know who this star couple is because i cannot keep up with all these movie stars now but it it was a couple because they're all doing this they all get a divorce and then they all talk about how they're co-parenting and um oh yeah i mean you have you what is what are that called cup we're uncoupling and co-parenting yes. <laughs> so that seems to be the lingo now and um uh-huh and my, my deal is i mean are they really co-parenting because when you're married guess who's doing the majority of the parenting in probably 98 99 percent of the situation uh, yeah, I think co-parenting is hard when you're not in the home because you really don't have enough interaction. Right. I, I mean, it sounds them, good. But... Mm -hmm. and, and occasionally you will have like really involved um, couples even after they're divorced, like Gwyneth Paltrow and um, Chris Martin come to mind. And um, they're, they hang out with the, the, those two and then their new significant others. They all hang out together. And I mean, he really does seem to be pretty involved, but I think that's really unusual for people to be able to, to do that, to get along. And usually by the time you, you know divorce somebody the relationship is so toxic that it's it's you know that was the problem in the first place you couldn't work together so i think it's really hard to to co-parent i think especially mm -hmm. when you're not in the same home that's really tough because the kids yeah. i mean they do it anyway by nature they they split the parents you know they'll ask one can i do something and they don't get the answer they want and then they go ask the other one hoping they hadn't communicated when you put the parents in different households you just uh -huh. you know multiply that times a hundred and then the one they don't live with all the time feels guilty and it's 
difficult to to discipline when you only see the kids every other weekend you just want to have fun with them and it's it's really it's a tough it's a tough thing to do and it's bad it's tough enough when you're you know married and both people are on the same page like in the same household it's still it's you know it's not easy yeah not easy at all so i'm yeah kudos to the ones that can do it yeah, I just, I mean, co-parenting to me just equals maybe star talk. I mean, that's, those are people that don't have a real, they don't have real jobs. They're not living in the real world, I feel like. Don't you? Probably. They have personal assistants and they spend like four hours a day, like just getting groomed by people. Right. And then I they just have other people that. that go and buy their groceries and pay their bills. And, you know, they just have a completely different completely different lifestyle so Mm -hmm. maybe they have nannies maybe they have nannies so they're all parenting from a distance who knows (laughs) (laughs) i guess because i mean i I, my friends who are all married i mean i don't even see them co-parenting do you i mean it's kind of like you know we we had lunch with these friends i'll never forget this this is so funny my lp4 was still in diapers and her lp3 was in diapers so we are standing there she has three three children i've got my younger two with me we're at the pool at one of their houses i can't remember but anyway we're at the pool and she had changed a diaper and have rolled up the dirty diaper and put it on a chair to throw away as we were leaving. This was at mm-hmm. their farm, it was like their aunt's farm or something like that. And they had a pool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, her husband, this was so funny. Her husband walked by and said, we were all getting ready to go. We started packing up and he goes, will the mother of the child who made this dirty diaper no, will the parent, that's what he said at first, he goes, the pa- will the parent of the child who made this dirty diaper please um, throw it in the garbage can? And I kind of started laughing because I knew it was his son and I, kinda, and I cut my eyes around him and I went, well, guess what? You're the parent of the child who did that. And he goes, wait, let me change that. And he goes, will the mother of the child who made the dirty diaper please come throw this away? And I started laughing because, I mean, that you know co-parenting that it just yeah it doesn't really happen in the real world i don't feel like do you no, no. it's pie in the sky it is pie it in the is sky pie. it is pie <laughs> in the sky the re- you're exactly that is the right. reality that's uh-huh. the reality of the baby daddy that's a baby daddy right <laughs> That is the reality of the baby daddy. So I just wonder if the baby daddy was off, if he was uncoupled and was at the pool alone, you know, how would that conversation Uh look? That's kind of what I I think about. But anyway, okay, the last thing I want to (laughs) ask is this. Uh This was another topic. So deodorant, now the big talk, and I had lunch with a bunch of friends, Uh, Well, dinner with a bunch of friends from church who were all, you know, mid thirties and they were talking about this too. They were at, they asked me one of them. This is so funny. Now this is something nobody has ever asked me ever. She looked at me, a table full of women and she goes, what kind of deodorant do you wear? And I thought, 
God, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, just whatever was on sale at Walmart. I mean, I have, I, I couldn't even get a mental image of my deodorant container. I had no idea. I said, I'll go home, I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you. Well, the topic was, you know, that they have, some say that they have linked breast cancer to deodorant. And so they all were using natural deodorant. Okay. Have you heard? And they were talking about on the news. Well, I'm I'm familiar with natural deodorant. I don't know that I've ever, I think I tried some years ago when I went through the natural phase. Uh And uh, it just, it was, I don't, I think it was messy. I'm trying to remember exactly what was the matter with it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, and I can't, I can't embrace no deodorant. No, I mean, now no. that I'm older, now that I'm older, I really don't, you know, I'm really, it's really not a, a thing anymore. I really don't, you know, smell bad unless I'm like actually like working really hard, like sweating and not, you know, all day, but, right. but I still just like, you know, you just don't want to go there and I don't want to get sweat on my clothes either, just in case, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I don't know. Now I know that. I, I could see possibly how that could could contribute because, you know, the sweat is one way your body releases toxins and just gets the junk out. It's, you know, excreted in your sweat. And may, you know, and I know that wearing a bra at night to sleep in, like you really should mm-hmm. not wear a bra unless you know you're out somewhere but I, I mean I wear mine until I go to bed sometimes I just don't think about it but it it um constricts the circulation you know from your breast to your lymph nodes and so they they say that 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 can contribute you know to breast cancer yeah and I, yeah. I mean I caught my LP1 sleeping in her bra in her underwire push-up bra and I was like uh-uh-uh-uh-uh <laughs> Uh-huh. You got to take that thing off at night because, you know, and then she was like, yeah. really? I was like, yeah. So, yeah. But I haven't everything needs to breathe at night. I feel like, don't you? I feel like everything yes. needs to breathe at night. Everything. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Everything needs to breathe. Everything. I'm with well, you. Well, I was really paranoid. I got paranoid about the, after the deodorant talk, and I realized that I'm the only one, I was the only one at the table not using a natural deodorant. So I picked up, it just happened to be at the end of the aisle. I'd forgotten about it. And then I glanced up at Target and saw it's called Native. And sure enough, I paid $7 for Woo! a thing of deodorant. <laughs> which I never thought I would ever do in a million years, but I just wanted to try it. And I mean, it works well. I'm, I'm impressed with it. It works well. I haven't, I haven't noticed any issues, but um, I don't know if I'll continue to pay $7 for deodorant. I just, the verdict is still out on how I feel about natural versus just regular deodorant. Yeah. Well, let me know what you think about it. Because yeah. I want to know, you know if it I, leaves marks on your, white marks on your clothes. That's that's what I worry about. Because I have to buy uh-huh. the kind that doesn't show on your clothes. That's one of my little pet peeves is seeing deodorant, skid marks on people's clothes. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. But my next purchase, this is what I'm thinking about purchasing today, is Kim Kardashian came out with shapewear. So LP1 has sent me pictures of the shapewear. I've seen it on the Today oh. Show. Hoda had it on the other day. And oh. I can't remember who co-hosted with her, but they were wearing it. It, might, it may have been Maria Shriver, but they both had on the skim wear. And I'm going to order some today. Shapewear. I'm going to order it. So it's called, I think it's called Skim, S-K-I-M. So I'm going to try okay. that out. Maybe it'll come okay. in in the next couple of days before we go to Nashville. That's a cute name. I like that. I know. What a great way to brand that. Why can't we come up with something like that? What about <laughs> <laughs> Susan and Heather wear old lady wear? I don't know. What could we come up with? We, I don't know. We, we need, maybe we need something extra. We're probably going to need more than what Kim needs. <laughs> Some yes. super Susan shapewear. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't have, she didn't need near as much enhancement as we, as, as we do. So we'll, we'll see. Right. We shall see. Right. So I hope it comes in. We'll talk about it. But um, anything else on your mind today before you get to your shopping and your meeting? Well, I don't know whether I'm in the mood to talk about it or not, but we are back on the roommate crazy train. Oh, gosh. <laughs> don't tell me that. There's nothing worse than college roommate issues. Nothing. I'm there from now on. From now on, there are two rules. Number one, no pets for college students. And number two, not more than one roommate. Because the more roommates you have, the more chance for crazy you get. I mean, yes. this is second year in a row that we have had just crazy roommates. Now we've got roommates that smoke and won't quit Ugh. smoking, even though they're in a non-smoking apartment and my LP1 gets migraines from it. Mm. And then they decided they needed a puppy because they're so responsible. And said <laughs> puppy is pooping everywhere in the house. They leave the poop out in the grass, right out in front of the apartment. Oh, um, gross. They, one of, they went off for the weekend and stayed overnight and left the puppy in the crate. No. And then asked the ask yes, asked one of the other roommates, could they let it out at some point? Oh. I mean Oh my goodness. And then you pair that with the smug attitude. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's not like they're trying to do better and they just can't right. help themselves. They just mm -hmm. flat out don't care. So mm. Yeah. I'm not envious of oh, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, but my so that's then my next ones LP two and LP three are never gonna have more than one roommate in an apartment. Yeah, that's There's a just, good idea. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. And somebody that they know. I, you know, I think kids are different now than they were when we were in college because I know, like, I think back about the stuff that that my roommates did that aggravated me and this is all I could come up with one summer I lived with six girls and one time one of them left a bowl in the sink with a hunk of meatloaf in it and it kind of grossed me out and then I mean that's it that is it there were six of us 
six of us in a nasty little apartment. And that was it. That's the worst thing that anybody ever did. And then, you know, I had a roommate that used to always eat the last of the squash casserole. But, I mean, that's it. There were no... There were no bringing home guys they met on Tinder that could be serial killers or (laughs) no, no. And if you said, you know, this is bothering me, they were like, I'm so sorry. I'll try to do better. There was just the, the respect that these kids have for each other and personal boundaries is just Mm -hmm. not what it used to be. Or either well, we have you just had tell. a run of terrible roommates. No, it's, you know what it is? This generation, our generation was the mama said generation. Don't you remember you, that anything would come up and, and mm-hmm. you would hear somebody or yourself saying, mama said not to do that. Mama said yeah. that we're going to do so-and-so. Mama said that you're going to be in trouble. Well, you never hear kids say that anymore. Like before mama was, mama was in the midst of everything. And mama would jerk, mama would jerk a knot in you if you did not behave. Yes. Mama was teaching everybody how to be respectful. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just not like that anymore. I wish it was. Look, I'm giving a big sigh because it's a battle that I'm fighting every day because we need to bring back Mama Said. <laughs> we just need kids to know that they're not the center of the universe. And I think parenting them like they are is just terribly detrimental to everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Ooh. I'm with you. <clears throat> well, I hope that you have a fantabulous day. I am going my honey is home it's friday and i am going to the home show we're going to look at some new homes in the area oh, that are open fun. For the public. yes it's gonna how be a fun, fun. day okay and, well, keep um, your phone on i may be sending you okay. pictures of stuff that i try on so I'm, i may need your opinion about it okay that sounds good <clears throat> so let me know. Wait until and if you see so the, the next podcast we be- should we should do from Nashville, I think. Don't you think? Yes, we're going to be together and it'll be so much easier. And send me pictures of any fun things you see in the houses because you know that is my, that's my passion. It's pretty houses. That's what lights you up. Lights you up. That is what okay. lights me up. I will do it. We'll have a great day. And this has been episode three. So we thank you all for joining us today. And we have a few questions from listeners. I guess we'll get to that next time. So Susan, do you want to give them our email address again? If you have a question or a topic that you'd like to discuss, we would love to hear from you. You can get word to us at Susan at lifecoachbff.com or heather at lifecoachbff.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day. You too. Life Coach BFF with Susan and Heather would like to thank our sponsor, Shauna Hearn with Keller Williams Realty. She is our choice for luxury home buying and selling in the Memphis area.